The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. The story goes back around 200 years. Listen to this. There was a tzaddik, the Tolner Magid, a bedovel from Tolner. Probably you heard of Square and Chernobyl. These are great dynasties that have brought many, many, many Jews back to Hashem. Rabbi Dabrul from Tolna, when he would light the Hanukkah menorah, people came from all over Poland and Russia. They endangered their lives to get there. And by the time they got to Tolna, they were exhausted, but people tried to come because the Rebbe had the menorah of his grandfather, a big silver menorah, and there was so much singing in Avedis Hashem and davening by Hanukkah. So, so many people came. And they were standing in bleachers, thousands of people crushed into this little shul. And the Rabbi Rabdavidal was standing there with the shamans to light the first candle of Hanukkah. Five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes went by, and Rabdavidal still wasn't making the brachas. Until finally he turned around and he said, Where is Shai the tall one? You know, in those days, in little villages, it must be there were two Shai, a tall one and a little one. So who is this Shai the Heiche, the tall one? He was a simple, uneducated Jew. His parents were killed when he was little. He couldn't really make out a posik in Chumash. But he was very God-fearing and good. And Abdavidal said, Shaya, I beg you to come here, I need you. And Shaya couldn't believe it. And his friend said, Shaya, the Rebbe wants you. And Shaya said, why would he want me? And the Rebbe said, Shaya, my life depends on you. By this time, the Chassidim pushed Shaya. And he went stumbling down the steps all the way to the middle where the Rebbe was standing next to the menorah. And the Rebbe said, Shaya, I must ask you something and my whole life depends on your answer. And Shaya said, Rebbe, I don't even know how to read the olive bays. The Rebbe said, Shaya, you know the answer to this question. The question is, now imagine this 200 years ago in Eshtatl, it wouldn't go over so well even now. The question is, Shai, do, do you love your wife? He couldn't believe that anybody would, that, let alone a Rebbe, would ask such a thing. People were very private in those days. It's very different nowadays. Reticence is not something that America appreciates. <laughs> but as Jews, we certainly do. We're humble and we're modest. So the Rebbe asked Shaya, do you love your wife, in front of the whole oilam. And Shaya thought there was something Kabbalistic going on, he didn't know what to say. And he said, Rebbe, I love my wife. And the Rebbe starts to clap, and he says to me, here, Shaya loves his wife. And the Chassim says, Shaya loves his wife, Baruch Hashem. He says, Shaya, you love your wife, so it must be that sometimes you want to tell her how much you love her. You must sometimes... Tell her something very personal. Isn't that true, Shaya? So Shaya says, 
Yes, Rabbi. So Shai, what do you do when you want to tell your wife a secret? Now Shai was very, very, very tall. And he had a little, little wife. So Shai said, Rabbi, you know, I tell, when I want to tell my wife a secret, I have to bend down. So the Rabbi was also little. So the Rabbi says, Shai, show everybody how you do that. So Shai bends down to the Rabbi like this. And the Rebbe says, Shaya, there's one more thing you left out. Please don't forget. Think. And Shaya's standing there. And he says, yeah, yeah, Rebbe, one more thing. My wife is so little, she gets on her tippy toes to listen. The Rebbe gave him a big kiss. And he went and he made the brachas and he lit the menorah. They never saw him on fire like that. Much bigger than the fire on the candles. And afterwards, after a few hours of dancing, the elder of the Hasidim got up the nerve to ask the Rebbe what happened, Rebbe, with that business with Shaya and his wife. What, what was that? And the Rebbe said, don't you understand? No, we didn't understand. And he said, I was about to light the candle. And everybody was waiting for me, David from Talna, to light the candle, to make the brachas and light the candle. And all of a sudden, I had this crazy thought. Everybody here has had the same thought. I began to wonder, what would God Possibly, what would he care about my little candle? The master of the universe, he's got so much stuff going on. What does my candle make a difference? Me, David from Talna. And then I began to think, what difference does it make if I put on the straps in the morning, if I could wear some strings? What difference does it make? Shabbos, Ayantif. And I turned around and I wanted to run from the shul because you thought that I was a Rebbe and I felt that I was losing my connection to everything. And then all of a sudden I saw Shaya. Oh, he's so tall. The master of the universe is so much beyond us. He's so great. He's so above us and beyond us. And Shaya's wife is so little, she's so small. That's us. But Shaya taught us something tonight. He taught us that when you love somebody, you bend down from the highest place. You bend down from the highest world to give that love to that person. But there's one thing that you have to do to be worthy of that. You have to stand on your tippy toes. My friends, I want to tell you how much I respect and admire you. The last few minutes before Mashiach comes that there's still some Jews in the world who are standing on their tippy toes, who are still waiting for God's kiss, who haven't forgotten what it means to have that longing and at the same time to have the commitment to support an institution, an institution, a world, a family like this. I only ask Hashem that I should be worthy to be together with you when we all go back to Yerushalayim for that big, big kiss that we're all waiting for, for the final redemption of Mashiach Sekena. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.